You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. My parents never met my ex-girlfriend, and so they didn't really know I was dating her, and I was like, do I have to go tell them? What if I date a guy not like they're in their 80s? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, but I talk about it in the special, and, she, and my therapist like, that's enough. She's like, at least they know. That's Then it's on them. Like, so, I am who I am. Well, so they watch they this thing, you, and then what do they say? Nothing. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We're chatting about sex twice a week. Today's a Thursday, which means we have a special guest. And our special guest is Lisa Traeger. Lisa Traeger is a freaking hilarious stand-up comic that Mother actually found. I did. I found her and I loved her and I said, we got to get her on the podcast. She slid right into her DMs. What's unbelievable is that we both come from Skokie, Illinois. Holy goddamn moly. We're going to get into it, but I just wanted to give you a quick brief on who Lisa actually is. Lisa now is an LA-based stand-up comic. She made her way out here by way of Chicago and New York, and she was born in Soviet Union. Right. We discussed that in the podcast. You'll hear all about the cultural differences that she acknowledges. And you can see her hilarious comedy all over the television She's got a Netflix special that's hilarious, Comedy Central Half Hour. She calls herself Glitter Cheese. Yes, she is Glitter Cheese. She's appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers, Chelsea Lately, At Midnight, This Is Not Happening, Not Safe with Nikki Glaser, every fucking everywhere. She's a big deal. She's a big deal. We're very excited to have her. And just to give you a quick rundown of what we talked about. You know, from the Blazing Saddles, Madeline Kahn, who says... They're always coming and going and going and coming and always too soon. No. You don't, don't know what I, I'm talking about? I don't know that. Well, it's a great scene in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> we talk a lot about coming on this show. Yeah, we do. This is a, this is a big cum show. It is a big cum show. She she does a lot of that in her stand-up comedy, and she she sprinkles a little of that in our podcast. Yeah, we, we also talk about porn and her preferences. Oh, yeah. And how do. she really gets into it with these these uh, actors and stuff like that. And you're going to also hear about uh, she and I had something in common when it comes to losing virginity. Oh. We have a lot in common, me and this glitter cheese girl. We talk about family dynamics and how that can affect your discussion about sex and the way you treat it. It's a far-reaching, very fun conversation, and I think we should just let them have it, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having a little coming party. Oh! Does that work? Does that work? A coming party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't relate to the episode, but that's fine. <laughs> Enjoy! Lisa Traeger, welcome to the show. Woohoo! Yeah. I am so fucking pumped to have you here. Me too. I'm thrilled to be here. My mother and I have been binging you all uh, your stand-up. Yeah. It's in you're not afraid to talk about anything. No. And I always try not to be filthy. Not that hard, but I'm always like trying to talk about my family or other things. And then no matter where I am in my career, there's always it just, just cum there. jokes, always. Why is cum it? Cum jokes. I love it cum jokes. It just makes me laugh. I think it's like surprising. I don't know. It just, I enjoy, like the people that I enjoy watching are also like that, I guess. Yeah. So it makes me laugh. And 
it's what I'm thinking about, I guess. But it, no matter how hard I try, it's always everything is disgusting. It's top so, of mind. So calm is the new fart joke. For me, it is. Yeah, <laughs> for you as well. But I don't really like fart jokes. Like that makes me more uncomfortable. Oh really? Yeah, like potty humor. I had one shit joke back in the day, but like I don't do as much potty humor. What What is it with the potty that is? It's not as funny. I don't know. That's hilarious. That grosses me out more. Yeah, I'm like not into. How that. about spitting? We just did a podcast talking about spitting. If I do bits about it or if I'm into it. Either. I have not talked about it, but I think, yeah, I'm into spitting. Oh, we ju- we, okay, we so I went to a BDSM party this past weekend. <laughs> okay. It's the first time I ever... I, I've been to BDSM parties before. It was the first time I actually like paid to get dominated. Okay. And? No, I'm not into it. Okay. Yeah, that's why I, I paid for that learning experience. Are, are you into it? Yeah, I've not gone to a big uh, party, but yeah. The, I've partaken in my own life, yeah. All right, so I wanted to also start off this podcast by saying... We just figured out the three of us, out of the three of us, there were three attempts at losing virginity at U of I. Two of the three of us were successful. One wasn't. Yeah. You can guess which one wasn't successful. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the deal. You went to Niles North High School Mm -hmm. and I went to Niles East High School. They're both from Skokie, Illinois. Is that wild? It's so wild. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) I went many years before you. Are you a PETA Inn fan or what? Oh, fuck yes. Of course, PETA Inn and (laughs) Walnati's Pizza. I'm a Giordano's. Really? Heart of Pizza as an adult. How do we all three end up at University of Illinois? Trying, attempting to lose Did you go to University of Illinois? I didn't. I couldn't get in. I wasn't. That was not. That was outside my grasp. But somehow you ended up there about to lose. You did lose your virginity. I did. I was a year younger than all my my friend group at the time. And they, a bunch of them went to U of I. And me and the other girl who didn't go away to college for my birthday is at the end of the summer. And it's always Labor Day weekend. And I think they have unofficial parties or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They this have like a, a week. Crazy of, but it's, is it that weekend? Is yeah, unofficial? No, it's a whole week. It's a week of new student week party. At least it was when I went. Maybe they ran it down to a weekend oh, with you like, guys. I remember something being a fake St. Patrick's Day, but yes. maybe that's something different it or a different be something time. Different. So you were like 18. <laughs> yeah, I was still in high school, so I might have been 17. I'm a year younger than everyone. And I wanted, to, uh, that was my plan. I was like, I'm going to lose my virginity here and I don't care who it is. <laughs> and I didn't tell any of my friends. And this is actually like a wild dramatic story, but I met a guy at a party. He was wearing a silk robe. It was also confusing, but we went upstairs. Was we this started a fraternity party? I couldn't tell you. I was like <laughs> 17 drunk and on a mission. And um, I hear you. We started hooking up and my friends start banging on the door. You know, they're older than me. They want to take care of me. So they're like, Get, stop it. They, they are. They Did you announce it. to them that you wanted to lose your virginity? No, I told nobody. Oh, wow. No. So they cock blocked me. And then I, I ran into the guy again. and I was like, hey. And he's like, your friends are crazy. Like, <laughs> I can't talk to you. And I was like, well, let's just leave. And we left. And then we had sex outside, like on a grassy patch area. Wow. No and we way. went to a couple grassy areas. No way. But I didn't tell him I was a virgin. And so then he was like are you a virgin? And I said, no, but there was blood ever. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> no, I don't know what you're speaking about. I and got- then I lost my flip flops and I lost my phone and I was visiting and you look like a bloody mess. Probably people I was thought you were like bloody attacked. everywhere. No shoes, but he did get me no back. Shoes. I lost my flip flops. Wait, why do you think you lied to him? I didn't even, I just didn't even, I just omitted it. I just didn't say he it. He said, were you a virgin? You said, oh yeah, no. I did. So yeah, I, don't you know. lied. I did lie. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. I had no maybe, idea. Yeah, because afterwards... Maybe because I was embarrassed because it was like yes. uh, such a like... Uh, a random thing. What's, yes, yeah. exactly. Like but you, Two arms, two legs, a penis. Okay, you'll do. 
Yeah, he was hot. I do remember being attracted to him, but my, no one knew where I was because I lost my phone. So when I arrived at my friend's dorm, they were all like, in t- like they thought I was dead. You know, <laughs> and, you're, and you're covered in blood. Yeah, they were like planning on telling my mother oh that my God. You know, they lost me and something bad happened. And then I bought everyone pizza. I remember I had cash. Uh, no way. And pokey sticks. Oh my God. And um, the worst thing is, so we washed my pants because they were bloody and we hung them on the radiator. And then when we woke up, it all smelled like period. Like oh. it smelled oh, it's disgusting. Blood. Wait, so what did you tell them? What what the what all the blood was there? Well, I told them I was like, I had sex. And then they thought I was like attacked. And I was like, no, I wanted it. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, so the, mine was like the opposite of U of I. Mine and then was, I didn't have sex for a year that, after that. Well, you got it done with. Yeah. <laughs> but mine was like a, wait, can a I, planned. Wait, uh, can, can oh. I have a quick follow-up question? Yeah. Well, why Why did you want to have sex at that time? Was it just like you're going to college? You're like I was just like a senior in high school. It wasn't going to happen in my school. Like I was in, like I got rejected all the time in high school. So I was like, mm. I just need to go get fucked. And so that was kind <laughs> of the plan. And then I didn't have sex in high school until... I went back to college and I went to Iowa State for a little bit. Gotcha. See, I feel a, a kindred spirit here because I had the same, it wasn't about, you know, it was a, a planned losing virginity story. You know what I'm saying? Like it had been on my mind. I don't know what it is. It's like a big deal for women in that age group. To, it's on your mind. You got to lose your virginity. And so I planned it out like a year in advance. I finally, like a said, year, that, a, a year no, planning? No, no, I like a, a year of this guy pursuing me. And then finally, I figured, well, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose it with the guy that's been pursuing me for a year. And then finally, like, it was like actually like a mission like you. Like, I did it. You know, it's just like you have to. Did you guys start going out? No, no, no. no. I just thought this guy obviously knows what he's doing. He's been wooing me for a year. So it's going to be a good experience. Sounds like it was not as bloody as yours, though. I don't know why mine was not bloody at all. I don't remember any blood. (laughs) So much blood. What the fuck? You have a very thick hymen or something. <laughs> Maybe. Why was there so much blood? Are yeah. you also ravaging? Maybe who knows what you were doing in the woods there? Wait, was there condoms yeah. used? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> really? I don't remember. Oh, I have no at least idea. You, it's been a while. So you yeah, it's been a You haven't been I'm impregnated. Assuming, I mean, I've definitely had unprotected sex that I'm not happy with in my life, but I <laughs> I tried to, I, I feel like I've tried to be responsible most of the time. Great, great intro to the podcast. Yeah. Yes. What happened to Cam that he didn't lose his virginity at U of I? I don't think, it definitely wasn't planned. It, uh, you were at U of I. I was at U of visiting. I. Visiting. I, I saw this cute girl I knew for a while. I think I slept in her bed. I probably didn't sleep. I don't sleep well with people. And uh, I think we made out. I remember being, being um, erect and that was about it. <laughs> you didn't, I think that was the came? end of that whole thing. You didn't come. I don't think so. You just were erect. I think so. Okay. I th- I, th- I remember. Yeah, that was my. Oh, that's sorry. the, the <laughs> whole recollection of the, the experience. Oh, am I like truly hooked in there? Oh, you're yeah. hooked in there. We're all a tangled mess in our new podcast studio. Sorry, Gus. I wish there were more of a story, but I think that that, is that was pretty it? much it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was out. Yeah. But why did you think you were going to lose your virginity? Because it was U of I. What else are you going to do there? U of I is like in the middle. It's in Champaign, Illinois. It's in the middle of a cornfield. There's like nothing to do besides have sex there. Yeah. Really. There's nothing. There's a cute little town. Eat Jimmy John's. Yeah. I think oh. I was. I don't, I don't think I actually. Into, I, I think maybe at that age, I was like any action probably leads to sex. But yeah, yeah I didn't. What, where are you now with regard to dating <laughs> relationships? I um. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 32. Okay. Same age as Cam, roughly. Um, I'm 30. Uh, did you have a fun party? A fun 30th? I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have not... I got 
dumped two years ago and it like ruined my life. I, it really like devastated me and mm. I had a lot of therapy to do after because mm. I projected a lot and so it wasn't even so much about that relationship. I think it like uncovered lots of things. So how long was a relationship? Not long enough for the amount of trauma <laughs> that was caused. <laughs> like honestly, not long enough, like six, six months. We dated six months. But that's um, still long enough that you get attached. I mean, there's a lot of attachment in the first. Yeah, but I like, we were, we were friends and we were hanging out. Like we met, it was international. It was, uh, oh, but wow. yeah, I was, I, I like made my mind up before I knew her. So I was like, oh, I'm going to marry this person instead of like dating casually and seeing what happens. So I was like obsessed right away. Hmm. So. Uh, oh, so I, I did watch your stand up. Yes. And I saw that you said you would, you initially we're seeing guys yes and obviously he's told us a story about losing your virginity yeah. to a guy and then you were dating a woman yes so are you considered bisexual or do you consider yourself gay do you have I a label consider to yourself my, i think it's like annoying that i have like to even label yeah because i'm yeah. just like i don't know but i would say i'm pansexual like i'm pansexual. open to but i don't want to say that i just feel like um, most people after I dated her wanted all these answers and wanted me to define right, stuff right. for them it wasn't for me i was like why do i have to decide mm -hmm. right. i don't care right I but, feel also those labels you can get you can get so hairy like if you, well, people yeah, because think you're oh you you say you're queer no we're queer you're not queers and then it, or no lesbians get so excited if you're dating girls lesbians <laughs> get so thrilled I mean I was I started doing lesbian comedy shows immediately people were flying me out like suddenly lesbians were at my shows all the time oh they're my like God. Jazz a whole as new fuck. niche oh, now wow. yeah I don't know about niche so I haven't changed my welcome. comedy but like yeah in Minnesota I remember performing last year because I was just there this time but last time I was there. These two girls are like, we're the only, we're always the only lesbian couple anywhere. We've never seen so many lesbians until your show at one place. And I was they like, they haven't gone yeah. to Melissa Etheridge show. No, <laughs> you go to Melissa Etheridge. You are definitely no, I guess in just good a company. comedy show. Yeah. They were just like, uh, they said there was more than normal. So That's lesbians get excited. I feel like they're jazzed as fuck. And, and what happens thing? if you go back? Well, if you start dating yeah, you a, go a guy again, now what's going to happen? Well, that's because so, sometimes if you do talk about fucking like you will get booed sometimes. Um, it's not happened to me, but it happened to my ex. But uh, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, what if I do end up dating a guy? Does that like, does that mean anything? Like, I just don't know what that means. Doesn't mean I don't. In 10 I'm not years, this is all. Yeah. In 10 years, no, no one's going to give dead. a fuck. But, yeah. it, but it, I think, like, we've interviewed a guy, Matt, and he was talking about he was in a, uh, a homosexual relationship with a guy and that he had sex with girls. And he said the gay community frowns upon him for having sex with girls. Yeah, I have a I have a gay friend who like doesn't believe in bisexuality, and he's like annoyed. I've I also think it's harder for guys yes, to yeah. do, uh, you know this go was, back and forth. This was girls. his point that it was harder for him to actually you know date a woman after knowing. Yeah, that. a lot of women do not want to date bi guys. Right, right, right. Very unusual. Yeah. Who knows why? Yeah, it's harder for dudes to explore at times. So you're single now. Mm -hmm. Are you on? See, the I've been doing a lot of work on myself. And that's been really positive, but I haven't been dating. And then I'm talking to this girl who lives in Alaska on the internet. That's you, like, you like the these most long I distance have. relationships. How did that happen? She, uh, she like uh, slipped into my DMs, oh. like responded to something, and she was cute. And so you we should ask her your situation. Started writing, and she's gonna be in LA, like in a few months. So we'll meet. Oh, oh but it's pretty... something like uh, super serious, but it's fun. Do a lot of people slip into your DMs? No, not enough. Not, um, <laughs> not enough. I'm always looking. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> Listeners. No, I do get creepy messages. I actually just got an email a few weeks ago that said, 
are your are you a 36 double d or th- yeah <laughs> Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you creepy. That's nothing. That's creepy, though. Oh, I got. He was right. He was right. It's creepy. You shouldn't know that. Do you think that that's creepy? I do. You I are, I know that there are more creepy things, and I've gotten yeah. more creepy things as well. But that's that. I think that is a creepy. The thing. fact that he nailed it, or that he just slipped in. Both the that. fact the fact that you would write that is insane. He wrote me another one this morning. Yeah. Well weird okay are you are, this sounds like you've got a tapper yeah, do you or have something cra- do you have like the creepiest oh my stuff? god it's like that's nothing that's like that's vanilla <laughs> i i got all kinds of oh my god do you like do people peeing on you do you like squirting do you like this do you like the ace but in what context is it with this podcast or oh on, DMs, on, or on my on youtube channel no i don't go on tinder any of that it's on my youtube <laughs> channel or it's on uh, uh sex talk on the podcast the whole thing we get it all the time yeah, I still think people it's have all no filters on. They're all keyboard warriors. They can write whatever they want, and they don't realize that it's like completely rude. They would never walk up to a person on the street and say, "Hey, do you like squirting?" No, you wouldn't ask that question. No. Do you have you found that it was very a different experience dating a woman versus dating a man? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just I've only been in two serious relationships, and one was a guy and girl, and they were both different. But I don't know how much it could sure just be person to, to person. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I'm sure it was different. How about in the way that you met both of them? Uh, both was like we were we hung out as friends, and I was just like I'm obsessed, and then immediately started dating. So those are the two. So which one instances. would you say you had more sex with, the girl or the guy? Well, I dated the guy longer, but with the girl, I know I think I'm like more gay now. Like I'm I'm on Tinder, I'm like looking for girls. You know what I mean? Like I want a girlfriend. I would hook up with guys, but like I want to date a girl. You have an yeah. excellent bit all about how you ask the audience, basically. I'm helping. I'm the mom. How I, off, I have to help you out you, here. You, you ask. She's helping take her clothes off, basically. Uh, <laughs> that you, sounds really weird, Cam. You ask yes, the I'm audience. I'm helping you out of your dress. Okay. Yeah, do you, I don't know if I answer that question well. It was, of course, different. I do feel like um, she was very thoughtful. And but I don't I don't know if I would say like there's no guys are thoughtful. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. But we like got each other really cool gifts and had really fun dinner. Like we just were good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, I, we had cool. Like, uh, there was like more surprises and fun, sweet things. I feel that were, uh, we would do for each other. You bring, I, li- I like that. You know what? A lot of guys don't know that to do stuff like that. Like I was watching a show and I forgot what show it was. Cause my brain is dead, but the guy, my um, brain is dead. Oh, I think it was like the leftovers. And there was a scene where, um, no, it was, it was a different atypical. So this, there was a scene where the the man knew that the woman didn't get to go to this candle store that she wanted to go to, the Yankee candle store. And the next day he she found a little candle and a note saying something like, since you didn't get to go to the candle store. And I looked at my boyfriend. I'm like, see, that's the kind of shit I would love. That's and a very thoughtful. Not yet. Maybe I'll help. See, he was so dense. He was like, I'll buy you a candle. I'm like, you're missing the point. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I liked that. But I little liked... thoughtful things like that, I think maybe maybe girls do know to do that. But I don't know. I could see Cam giving little thoughtful gifts all the time. Yeah, I give thoughtful gifts. Yeah. I am curious about about your uh, your bit though that stood out to me. I also read this AV Club interview. So oh, okay. <laughs> but it so if you're asked about this all the time, it no. it did seem like the most interesting part of your your whole yes. Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. What? Where, where she's basically asking the audience 
what, what is the exact question you asked? I mean, I haven't done this joke in so many since I taped that. But basically, it was like my favorite bit of all time. It's so sad you can't do things once they're recorded. But I would just ask um, what guys ask each other after their friends fuck someone new. That was a great call. Yeah. yeah I, I, and about the coming and how they never ask each other and how it's like such a given and how women all awesome. ask all right. the time and how like unfair the world is, you know, and how gross uh, the patriarchy or like most dudes view sex is like not as a partner thing or like someone having a good time and yeah. how like dismissed. Yeah. So it was no, just, I, I, and usually I like if too. you do bits that are like that, people don't believe you. So in this way, it's like you entrap them where it's like, you, no, you just said that. Yes, like yes. I didn't. And now I've proven it. Totally. Instead of having to like try to convince you of something like it just happened. So, I always ask that to guys. You, throw, it throws them off base. You ask the a yeah. guy if they had sex with someone and then you say, did, did she come? Yeah. And what is the response usually? Or do you ask if he came? No, I ask if she came. If okay. he made her come, I always ask that question. Okay, so just and what for, are their answers? It's a great opening question. <laughs> and what are their answers normally? Um, they like to be bravado about. It. Of course she did, you know. Okay. Oh, who knows? Half the time, if they're lying or not, I'm guessing ninety percent of the time is a lie. Who knows? Yeah. I highly. It really. I think it's. It is more difficult for a woman on a first in a casual first encounter to come than a man. I think it is easier. Yeah, but I think it's also because of the super heteronormative way everyone fucks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I feel, yeah. I feel what I just said. Yeah. (laughs) Super heteronormative thing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you took time you can make someone come if but if though if your version of fucking is once i've come or it's like just penetrate like if yeah. that's all you view yeah. as sex then yeah no, no she's gonna not gonna hard. come but even if the guy really takes the time and really wants to make the other person come a lot of times women especially i think on a first encounter are you know just it it's gonna be harder for them to come i yeah. just think it takes longer and it, it may not come at all and it's still fun in my limited experience, it does seem like for guys to come, it doesn't. It's not as much of a mental game, yeah. right? Whereas for women, it does that, seem like that's it. There, yeah. there does need to be some like yeah. I was letting reading, go. I think it was the Cut or New York Magazine or something. But why did they ask people? It was after something they asked like all these sex therapists about. It was after DJ Khaled said he doesn't go down on his wife. Oh right. Um. So they asked all these sex therapists in New York, like their opinions on all that. And they said that most of the cases of people that come in for help, it's the woman that doesn't allow dude, like the guy to go down on them. And the guy wants to, and the woman oh, doesn't. Oh, interesting. And they said that's the majority of their situation. Whoa. That of is the, of their cases. Because it's super vulnerable. I, I think, I think it's like, it's cause I don't know if you watch, I have, so that's, that was my second special on Netflix. I talked about that. And then I have a comedy central half hour and album and there's another come bit on that as well. <laughs> but, um, and about sex education and like sex education is just not taught in a, a way. Like, I don't, I feel like girls are not raised in a way to feel like good about their bodies and that fucking is for them and it should feel good. It's always about like a thing to keep for men or to give to men. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think a lot, don't worry, don't worry. I think a lot of, um, <laughs> Um, I think it's like ingrained in a lot of, it's like a lot of unlearning. I think a lot of women have to do growing up. So like all my, all the sex I had in college was terrible. Yeah. Totally. I didn't care about co- Like I didn't even, I was not true. I did not have great sex in college. Like looking back it's all pretty gross. And so you had to like, yeah, I had to 
figure it out on my own because dudes are not taught that it's to give to a woman. It's like to take. Yeah. And girls are taught to like that. It's not for them. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's weird. I think it de- depends on the, the time too. I mean, during the, when I was going to college, I was real into having sex because I was enjoying sex. Yeah. And obviously I was picking partners that would make sure that I was having a good time as well. Yeah. All of your partners wanted you to have a good time. Yeah. Or I really? think it's also me. Like I was like, you know, um, I, I, I'm going to come, you know, and I'm going to come first. <laughs> so it's the way you communicate. And so if you're comfortable communicating during, you know, no matter how old you are, and a lot of people my age are not comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, it just depends on me. I mean, for me, I, I'm very uh, open about what I want. And yeah. I think the other thing that a lot of guys, a lot of people blame women, blame the men for which it's, 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 it's a lot on the woman to communicate that she wants it. Before. Well, that's what I was saying is like, it's not, this is what I did my senior, like my thesis in college on was like sex education and how detrimental it is and how like the concept of virginity isn't even real. And just how, um, we don't teach girls that it's for like the way uh, some, obviously you can be someone that's super sex positive or like you have parents that are into it or maybe someone had a great sex ed teacher, but overall sex ed programs are not really like, Hey girls, fucking is for you and you're going to feel good. And guys, we're going to teach you how to make girls come. Like that's, that's, yeah, it's cause I did, um, I observed in health classes and I was at this high school in Chicago and the sex ed teacher truly had a rose and started ripping petals off the rose and said, you're a rose. And every time you fuck someone, you rip a petal off of the rose. Get the fuck out of here. And then this is what you give to your husband. And it was just like a thorny (laughs) stick. And it's like, and, and this is, and so I saw that with my own eyes and so that's what i mean it's just like overall the programming is not positive it's um, It's what you shouldn't do it's all what you shouldn't do and not what you should do and the whole thing what i'm trying to say is also a woman has to know her own body first she has to be able to masturbate has to be able to understand how she comes because everyone's different everyone's a little snowflake and then she needs to tell that to whoever she's with and she may need to do what she can do to help out because like maybe she needs to bring sex toys. Maybe she's her fingers. Maybe she has to help him use his fingers or tongue or whatever she wants. It's a yes. whole dance. It is. And I don't, I did not have those skills for a very long time. And I feel like a lot of my friends, even with education, we had like me, I was just talking to a friend and this happened to me too, where like I got my period and for days I had no idea what was going on. Your parents didn't mm. tell you? No, I knew like, then I, my brain, I figured it out and I was like, oh, duh. And then I told my mom, and like, I figured it out. But I knew it was happening and I still was confused. And I was talking to my friend whose mom is a nurse and she's super close with her family and parents. And she was like scared to tell anyone. And so she was just like bleeding and not telling anyone yeah. for weeks. And she had like a really heavy period. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Even in your family, that's so yeah. open. You didn't. So it's well, just. Well, you're also so young too. Yeah. You know, you're such yeah, a young like 13 or whatever. So it's like just the way so much of our upbringing and our bodies, there is so much shit and you're not taught to ask for stuff. And so it's like awesome that you had that younger, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just wondering if it was a time because it's kind of like a hippie time yeah. that I was growing up. Um, but I mean, there are plenty of women that are my age that still probably, you know, just think sex is missionary position and that's it. And they just yeah. do it as an obligation and not cause they, what do you think your parents do? Do they enjoy sex? I don't Have know. you seen them having sex before? No. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> have they ever spoke to you about? I, I, I found their Viagra. Oh, 
Oh, so, so I guess that's an answer. Yeah, I guess that's so they're yes. having sex. Yeah, but they sleep in separate rooms. That means nothing. I know. Because <laughs> I would love to sleep in a set. Well, my boyfriend snores like a horse. Yeah. I mean, sleeping in different rooms does not indicate having sex at all. Yeah, we just, we By are not, we still like sex. leave when there's sex scenes, like on the, like we do not talk about Why? sex in the house. My sister and I are fine, but we do not. Why do and they think? watch my specials and we do not talk about it. Oh, my oh God. wow. No Nothing. way. Yeah. So what is even say? when I was talking about in therapy, because I was like, I, did, I didn't really my parents never met my ex-girlfriend. And so they didn't really know I was dating her. And I was like, do I have to go tell them? What if I date a guy? Not like they're in their 80s. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, but I talk about it in the special. And, she, and my therapist like, that's enough. <laughs> like at least they know that's then it's on them like so, i am who i am well, so they watch they this thing you, and then what do they say nothing they don't say like that was awesome great job oh yeah they product. give me compliments and then they don't mention by the way there was by the you way are you, reveal okay? a lot are you straight yeah. are you nothing are you, this is no it's like really hard on my my dad's turning 82 next week or in two weeks and uh it's like a big uh part of what i'm working on and there is like uh getting closer and getting all these answers from them and breaking down certain communication issues we have because uh, I don't have much time. Oh. Well, yeah, my parents um, were also in their 80s and it, in a, my dad, like, you know, he was he had a hard time. I think the fact that we were having this, uh, you know, show called Sex Talk with my mom. Um, we were going on Megyn Kelly and he was like, I'm not having my friends know that you're doing that. Like, well, wait a second, this is a, the Today Show. This is something you should tell your friends. Then he called back the next day and said, I'm sorry, I should have not said that. Yeah. So I, you just have to like not worry about your parents' judgments. I had an Oh, I'm not worried about their judgment. They like me. We just don't talk about anything. <laughs> That's, That's uh that is it's important. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucked. Mother, would you say I'm an anxious fellow? I would say that that's an understatement, yes. And what do you think has helped me tremendously? I'm guessing the Calm app. That is absolutely right. Meditation has completely changed my life, and I have not found a better app then Calm. Calm is the number one app for sleep, relaxation, and meditation. And might I say sleep? It's very important in everyone's life. Yeah, you can't sleep. You're I constantly can't. popping those Klonopins. Okay, so instead of doing that, what I do now is I turn on the sleep portion of the Calm app, and it puts me right back to sleep within 10 minutes. They have tremendous stories. They're little boring bedtime stories, actually, <laughs> to be honest. And but they're they told do. by celebrities like LeVar Burton and Nick Offerman, which are pretty fun to listen to. But I like Tamara, who is the meditation coach who guides you back to sleep. Calm is just the best way you can learn to meditate. This is not a sales pitch. If, this is a freaking testimonial. And if you go to calm.com slash talk. You lucky listener will get a special limited time promotion of 40% off of a Calm premium subscription. This is a freaking deal. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. And you can get started today at calm.com slash sex talk. That's calm.com slash sex talk. One word. They add new content every day. You don't want to miss it. If your New Year's resolution was to meditate, this is the way to do it. Well, no, no, no. So I'm curious about this. How is it? Is it fucked? Do you need to have that conversation with them? Not even about, not even in that way, but like that openness. No, because my therapist told me this. She goes, do you ever talk? Like if you're upset or something, or if someone's stressing you out, do you call your parents? I was like, no, only like bigger problems or like 
like logistical. Like when I was going through this breakup, I didn't talk to them at all. Yeah. And so like it is kind of I'm sure I feel sad for them, too, because they deserve having my full love and communication, too. It's just they were raised different and we didn't. It's they raised us. So, yeah. So where, the, where so, were they raised? So I was born in the Soviet Union. I was born in Odessa and they, my parents were born in 1938 and 1945 in the Soviet Union. So very different times. Yeah. Yeah. So what, how, why is it so important though to have that open communication with them? She said it's because like, how can they love you fully if they don't know who you are fully? Holy fuck. That is some deep shit. Yeah. Like you're hiding these parts of yourself and they love you, but it's like, you should allow, you should give your parents the opportunity to, to know you fully, you know? I was just And having, what would be the worst thing that got to happen if, if you did mention, hey, I had a six-month relationship with this girl and it broke my heart when we broke up. What would, what, what would be the worst thing I could say to you? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like uh, I want to, every time I'm there, I like want to be more open and I completely shut down. Like I get butterfly. Like it's a, you know, it's a struggle that I have. Mm. I don't know what the worst case is. I don't think it's, like they hate my tattoos. I keep getting them like it's not I don't think <laughs> I know you got a Snoopy. These yeah, I've like a ton. So they, I know they don't like it and I'm going to keep getting more. So it's not you know, like they're approval. not approval. It's not even approval. And I know I'm also not scared of them to, like <laughs> kicking me out, you know, like well, yeah, there yeah. will not be any negative repercussions to opening up. I'm, it's just like an uncomfortable kind of thing because no one likes to be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But that's our motto here. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> It's uncomfortable to talk about sex. Sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Yeah, a hundred percent. I actually, this so, is the yeah. You've caught me in like uh, the journey that I'm I on. love this. I love. I it. also we, we, it's we are helpful for me because I take this for granted in a, in a lot of ways. And yeah, I, I was recently you take what for granted. My openness and my comfort around you. Like I've, I was telling her earlier, I was went to a BDSM party. Yeah, and I, it, I, it's hard for me to even know what it would feel like if I didn't have that. Uh, I know. No, I'm jealous of certain friends of mine that I can feel free to call me anytime. <laughs> I'm a mom to all. No, but it's important that, that it's for her parents. Because I have like, my friends' parents, like I consider them my friends and I talk to them so loosely and it's just so nice. And I do feel my parents are like parents. Like you're like, hello, you know, mm-hmm. you, uh, but, you know, we play dominoes. We find ways to bond. <laughs> yeah. But it is surface level and it needs to get deeper. And there is a language barrier. You know, their English sucks. My Russian's getting worse. And so some of the times I want to, com- we can't even communicate. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that, that, that's something I never even considered. Yeah, like they. So um, you, you spoke. Probably, I speak Russian with them. Well, obviously, t- yeah. you're in, at least until you were going to school, you probably spoke only Russian. Yeah. And then you learned English in school, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. So that native language has kind of, it's, it's there, tough. but it, it's, even it's, during like the election, even wanting to talk about, oh, I remember we were deba- talking about like the secretary of education. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking talk about this in Russia. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to talk about these like high level concepts in my conversational language. Yeah. Wow. You know about the basics. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, and then, and then I get not like if they don't understand something simple, they could tell I'm annoyed and like I'm fr- I get frustrated that I have to, you know, like I got uh, what's it called? I got booked on a pilot and like even I had to explain what a pilot is to them. like they don't <laughs> understand stuff. Yeah. You need a translator. 
Well, that seems yeah. that the translator would she uh, was able to communicate about the pilot, but she just explained. I just what have the to explain is. all these things, it's so everything takes so much, right. you know. And yeah, yeah. and then they they feel bad that they don't understand it, so then they just pretend they understand. So we have like a lot of layers. Yeah, yeah. that might be such maybe a cultural that's why, difference. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why they after your specials they don't know what to say because maybe they didn't get any of it. Uh, that is a hundred percent. They don't <laughs> understand a lot of it. So wow. you, I think they trolled me though. One, my mom <laughs> did say she goes. So I end on this like pre, um, like holocaust come joke i love that joke. And my, it's my favorite thing ever and my mom was like dad doesn't get it can you explain it to him well, can oh you tell us my god and I said, no. come <laughs> you said no i was like no i'm not gonna explain it to you and it's like of course you're fucking trolling me oh my god it's Wait, about how on the trips to birthright you know they kind of encourage you to fuck each other because everyone's oh yeah. jewish yeah and so I was just saying, it's like weird having to go to the Holocaust Museum with cum on your chest. Okay, and, <laughs> I can see that. And then there's like a few lines. Oh yeah, about, I did. I did hear that. Yeah, because <laughs> Cam and his siblings all went to birthright. I never did that, but they did. Did you hook up on birthright? No, I was so sleep deprived the whole fucking time. I was just grouchy. No one. I got along with no one except the guy I went with. And that but, was about it. But for those who don't know, it, it's a big propaganda thing to get yeah. you to find a Jewish person to end up with, right? Or to join the army or to stay or just to give money to the program, I bet, yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know his older sister thought that, what is this? This is a kind of some, some sort of propaganda thing going yes. on here, you know? It's definitely propaganda, but what a trip. <laughs> What a free trip to Israel. What a trip. I mean, you see everything. Oh, yeah. They yeah. take you from top to bottom all day, all night. You're seeing the whole country. It's yeah. I thought you were referring to the Jews that you're on the trip with. They really do set you up for success. Oh, um, good, good looking. They always put a couple of good looking Israeli soldiers. I, yeah, with I hooked oh up God. with three people on that trip. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two random dudes and then one of the did, soldiers. Question, did you come? No, I didn't for think sure that. not. <laughs> so did you not come because they didn't give a fuck and it was like? I bet it was faking it. I'm sure I was like pretending to come for whatever, oh, but wow. I was like coming on my own. Yeah, I don't know. So you fake coming? I did. Yeah, for sure. Is that something you typically do? Not not as a grown adult, but definitely as like a teen on birthright. It is amazing, like how many <laughs> there's like years because also move. So like, let's say I don't communicate with my family. I didn't get like sex talks or whatever and then you get what you get in school and then all you see is movies i was raised on tv and movies we went to the movies every friday oh wow. and then i was raised on television and when you watch fucking on tv and movies and that's mostly your education it's like yeah that informed that informed a lot of my opinions on sex that are not right so they don't really go into the going down on a girl and all that kind of stuff in the movies you're watching well i just think people are like coming so quickly in well you know time the, is essence the movies two yeah. hour movie you got to get it in there yeah but when no one is discussing anything with you and you're just like this kid watching to you're like this is what fucking is you and know? same thing if you watch porn. but i did watch are, are real you? sex i did watch hbo's real sex i did get some knowledge on that uh there are so many years when you're learning how to have sex yeah. that you're just so, i was horrible yeah it, you know i'm still in that, that period but however yeah I I, fucked someone it's, it's embarrassing to think back at just how bad oh I yeah i fucked someone when i was like maybe 19 or 20 something like that and we were old friends from school and a few years ago we ran into each other and i didn't even want to have sex with him but i was like i just i need to show him what's up <laughs> you gotta show him i've improved yeah but then no. he sucked Oh, he did not improve. I feel okay, oh. he went, probably went down. Yeah, like I was crushing it, and, and he was like, kind of. I was like, oh, great. I was crushing it. <laughs> what does it look like for for a girl to, <laughs> to a woman to crush it? 
I don't know. I don't want to answer this. Okay, we can pit. We can pit. What about Cam? Cam, you wait a no, second. Hold I on. will. Cam I'm, asked a question. Ask that it, made, ask it. Well, you don't made, need to. I don't want to push you into the area. I mean, um, <laughs> what does it look like to crush it? You know when, yeah, like when afterwards when you could tell someone's like, oh, damn, that was great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So their, their response is. Yeah, like when people, yeah, I feel like you could tell if someone's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I used to think that guys all came this, like every orgasm was the same with her guy. I never thought that, like, because with women, there's a definite difference in yeah. my orgasm. Sometimes it's, like, great and it's fireworks, and sometimes it's shitty little, like, that's it? I'm like, damn, all that for nothing. But with guys, it's like, I, you know, they're, they're coming to me. It's always, like, a good orgasm. But apparently that's not true. Apparently oh. from men that we've spoken to. According they, to me. Oh, you you being one of them. Yes. Okay. I'm one of the men you speak to. Okay, go on. Very different experience. When I'm fully aroused and there's a lot of foreplay and I'm like in the moment, there's a very different sensation than just, you know, jerking off into a toilet or something like that. Yeah. Or, and sometimes sex can feel like that if it's so disconnected from me. Jerking off in a toilet? Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's that, it is that, you know, it's meaningless a, and yeah. so I, I, yeah. I tend not to have that type of sex. Back to porn, though. Yeah, I miss being sluttier. <laughs> I used to be sluttier and, like, not care and just, like, f- you know, fuck people. And that's, like, not the case. Really. Well, what changed? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe falling in love. Like, when, I don't know. Well, what about that? Uh, worried about STDs or herpes <laughs> or pregnancies or... I have an IUD. Um, I guess I'm, I would be scared to get herpes. I would not want to get herpes. Yeah. Yeah. So th- th- yeah, I don't want. I don't need any more problems. I feel like I have enough <laughs> to handle. I hear you, girl. I hear you around loud and clear. So what about you? Said in your stand-up about porn. What do you think about porn? I mean, I'm a little too addicted. It's a problem, but I watch it a lot. What kind yeah. of porn? My number one site is Kink.com, so that's my favorite site, and I pay for it. And then I um, love when you ask the audience if they pay for porn. Literally, no one. No, I became really popular in the porn community after that joke. Yeah. I got five, five, a lot of porn stars that I admire follow me. Wow. Um, I think I also this. Um, I like admire the pe- I, like, I admire people that put their sexuality fully out there like that. Because yeah. I feel like I have not been able to do that so much in my life, and so I feel like it's cool. Um, and then, you know, I think porn, comedy, wrestling—it's all kind of the same to me. It's what hard work creative you know and then you can tell who's good and bad it's like i'm a fan of certain people you know uh porn stars yeah and then i worked at the avn awards last year so i interviewed over 80 porn stars and lots of questions who's your favorite i have lots of different favorites and i have some that i have crushes on some i'm just like (laughs) you're psycho and i love it but like i don't need this doesn't turn me on that much but i like you and then my favorite is watching porn stars fuck on their off time so I like their OnlyFans or oh yeah, yeah. Um, like their Snapchats and stuff. That's what I really like. Oh, we've, been, we've interviewed quite a few uh, porn stars on this podcast. Oh, I wonder who. Uh, who have we interviewed? Uh, Sadie. I think Sadie, a long time ago, Sadie Santana, Sadie Santana Buck Santana, Angel. Uh, uh, Nina Hartley. Like, Derek Pierce. A bunch, uh, Alexis Goldman. Sarah J. Yeah. Yeah, uh, some, some real veterans you had on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, they're more... You know, my speed. Like the, <laughs> the older girls. Do you, so do you find porn addiction a problem or no? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, w- in what way? Did, um, it I think negative? it taught me a lot about myself. Like I'm, I am very pro porn, but I feel it's important for everyone to masturbate without watching porn to make sure you're not dependent on it. Mm-hmm. I think it like stops your imagination from working if you only, and it's like so much sensation and then it's not enough and you're looking for all these like crazy things. Yes, and I think it like fucks with your brain and processing stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure you use your imagination sometimes. It's it's it interesting so- you're saying that cause, as a woman because we rarely hear women say that. I always hear guys say that, but I I didn't hear I haven't heard a lot of women say that. Yeah, I do. I, At least you're open and honest about that, which I appreciate. Yeah, I have a few friends I feel that watch porn, but not to the extent. I mean, I like it, but I like professionals <laughs> on their off hours, like when they're all at the well, EVN awards or if like it's like someone's birthday. Then. Yeah, like one time it was like one girl's birthday, and all these porn stars went to another one's house, and they all fucked her for her birthday. Oh, you got to get in on this community. What? Why don't, why don't, you should start hanging out with these people. Um, I mean, I interview people. I mean. There's one porn star that I feel like I'd be friends with. I'm gonna f- we follow each other. I don't know. I th- I don't know. I th- but I feel, I feel like, like you in. connect me with people. I anyway. I mean, maybe I get nervous. Like I got nervous. Abella Danger at the AVNs was like, "Come to the after party. I'll pour champagne on your tits." And I was like, "Oh, so overwhelmed." I know. <laughs> I, I, I got. I, I've had my offering because I'm very close friends with a few porn stars and it it is kind of overwhelming as a yeah. as a civilian oh my god the first scene. and you have to be tested like they're not gonna fuck you yeah. if you're not fully tested and i don't yeah. even know if they'd really go down on you without a dental dam and all this other shit huh. i think they would but i think you they all you everyone needs to be tested it it is very fun for me they can't really risk fucking strangers that no yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, absolutely not because even when they fuck random people on their Snapchats and OnlyFans, those people have to bring paperwork. Oh, wow. Did you just show it on the, the Snapchat or OnlyFans? Like, no. this is his paperwork. Her no. paperwork. But they have to bring, like, all of, they won't fuck you without paperwork, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it's their, their career. Yeah. They'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is so fun for me to meet someone like you because I am the polar opposite. No porn. <laughs> like, no porn at all. Like, pleasure cool. is, like... I do not give it as nearly as much time as I should be giving it pleasure in my life. Is what I'm saying. Really? Yes. It like I look at your tattoos. I'm like, wow, this is someone who's living. You I know? am living. Yeah. Yeah, you are living. And, and do you go out to nice meals? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, go any comedy shows. I don't know. He works I, I go a to lot. Party. Of hours. I go to parties. No, I go to parties. He he just went to BDSM party. He's cool. I, it, but it is it, it is just such a different mindset, yeah. and there is definitely a happy medium somewhere in here. Yeah, for sure. I also I do like the way I consume my porn versus I think most men is I know their names, I follow them on Twitter. Like, oh, so you really I watch the like interviews? It. No, I treat it like if it was sports or a movie. I liked or TV show. Like, yeah. I kind of um, like there's somewhere anytime someone puts out a video, I'll go buy it. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of certain people. And I think that's better. It's always weird when guys don't even know their names or anything. Yeah, so yeah, do you yeah. do um, cam? Do you um, participate in cam girls? I don't know. You could be a cam girl. Maybe. That's like, a, honestly, I'm working on a thing. Like, that would be a giant challenge in my life to be able to do something like that. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So you mentioned earlier uh, there's something you admire about their how they're in their sexuality. Yeah. They own it. Yeah. So what has been your relationship with that? ongoing Mm -hmm. yeah because i didn't have an open communication and all that it's like 
I did put a lot of is it pressure I project like it just always had so much value like it seemed I don't know right gave me a lot of anxiety I think that's why I wanted to fuck a stranger at first I don't know yeah if you can't talk about it it's got to be this highly precious thing right yes precious that's the word I have such a bad vocabulary I'm such a pothead um (laughs) another way another way (laughs) sounds like me yes you, you have you always be, been a stoner? You might oh, be yeah. the happy medium between us. I, I was by about the way. to say the happy medium would be me. I'm a little of both of you guys. I'm not as extreme in the porn world. Yeah, but I'm also not as as square squared <laughs> in, the, in the cam world. <laughs> so no, I mean, I, I I believe in moderation is the key of life. Yeah. So yes, I've always been a stoner, especially because I grew up in the you know 70s, 80s. I mean, I'm smoking pot like it's going on. But then when I had three kids, I didn't smoke anything for years. Then I went back to after the kids grew up, and uh, I I don't smoke that often. But I'm like like I said, I'm like smoking all the time. You keep saying, and, and, and are if you I as do close smoke, with I'll your... take one. I'll take one hit. That's it. <laughs> You're an edible person. No. What do you smoke? What do you do one then? one hit of weed? I told you oh. I took a bath bomb yesterday, and I was up for like all the entire night. I couldn't sleep. Oh my um, god. Are you as close with your other two children? I feel close to all three in different ways. I mean, we get asked that question periodically yeah i don't think i've ever heard that response you seem equally close to everyone that's what i meant in this, you'd be e- equally open with I was, the siblings i think that it, having this podcast between the two of us has helped open up the relationship between my daughter and myself and my younger son and myself because they see it happening with the, the two of us so it you're the have. oldest middle middle oh i wanted to ask you too you said you were open with your sister yeah, we're pretty close. And so was it easy for you guys just to talk about sex? And- Is she older or younger? She's 10 years older. So it's almost like an only child. Yeah, she's 10 years older and she met her now husband when they were 15 and they're 42 now. Whoa. So they've been married for a long time. Yeah, they got married at 22, first kid at 25. Yeah, it sounds and like me. That means you you must have known this guy when you were five? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he's great. Yeah, that he's is like wild. the best guy ever. And Whoa. Their kids are great. Yeah, I'm like And obsessed. are you comfortable talking to him openly? Yeah, we just don't. Like, I don't want to know about their sex life. Like, I just, I don't. It's almost like another parent. Yeah, like, that's not something that interests me. Um, But I feel, yeah, they come to my shows. We all talk. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think we talk about it often, but it's not because of uncomfort. Mm. But does she speak Russian better than you? Maybe, probably. Yeah, because she sees my parents every day. Oh, wow. Because they live a few blocks away from each other in Skokie. Skokie. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it's a little different, but like I told her about my ex immediately. Like the she, we were talking, and she said, "Who's that? I was in. A, who's that guy in that photo? He looks Russian." I go, "He's not Russian, but I did have sex with him. But I'm actually in love with this girl." And she uh-huh. was like, "Oh, I could tell. You are posting so many photos," and so she knew, and it was like fine. It's funny. Why I, wouldn't it be fine? I love the correct. Yeah. It is. It took me a long time to get to that level of comfort with my siblings. Okay. Whereas with my mom, it was much easier. It's funny that, that there's a there's a you never know what's going to allow you to be open or close to someone. Yeah. Is this what? How do you do this in stand up? You just get on stage. And you're able to talk about this complete strangers. Yeah, I just don't even think that's about the, it. That's <laughs> see, I would have a harder time doing that than you know speaking one on one with someone. You're doing it right now, mother. <laughs> that's true too <laughs> I, I, I always say that and meanwhile I've already like played never have ever the drinking game in front of 200 people so I don't know why I said that but um, I was wondering about because I, I think that we've all come across this is how much you share 
of your current relationships with people on stage. Yeah. Because it's oh. always like, well, am I, you know, influencing my experiences for the bit or no because you know. i would uh i do things all the time so it's like whether i write a bit about it or not doesn't happen till way later do you think about I think of something funny but do you think about your partner's feelings when you're up on stage telling stories about what you've done with them or do you do you say anything about what goes on in your life um i don't feel bad no I, I mean, it's a, it's a sensitive thing. Well, yeah. I mean, with they know the, the what most you do. Curse, current ex, like, I, I mean, and I think it's obvious that it's her to like certain groups of people or whatever. And she's annoyed that I talk about her. Like, I know that. But she has a TV show coming out about her other ex that she fully wrote. So is, she a, like, is she a <laughs> comedian? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So that's so different. She's, but she she's has... annoyed. Yeah, she's annoyed because she's pretty private on podcasts and stuff. And I just don't care. Um, so she's annoyed, but I don't. It doesn't affects me i guess if i dated someone that i was really serious with and it bothered i mean i don't think i'd get serious with someone if it bothered them that i talked about you have it. to have their support because this is what you do for a living yeah so I, cam and i would always talk about this issue and cam what do you have to say about it i basically just get involved with anyone who is <laughs> what it, I, it I, this would be hard for me to be you know i i'm more likely to be closed on the show than not date someone because they're not open with me. I don't know. So your rela- your relationships are more important than the show. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I just there's this porn star Riley Reed. I was watching her on Oh Insta. my god, do you know I her? Am, wait, you must stop. Because this is a story that we need to tell you. What? Cam is gonna tell you the story. This is so funny. Right when we started this podcast, uh my mom had already had this YouTube channel where she was getting gifts and shit from like these sex toy makers and stuff like that. So she got two uh, flashlights. Flashlights. One was Nina Harley's flesh- flashlight. She's one my was friend. Riley Reed's flashlight. Yeah. Do you that, still have it? Well, the funny thing was, so I gave I gave the the uh, Nina Hartley flashlight to my boyfriend, which is something most people do, of course. I'm being sarcastic, and I gave the Riley Reed one to Cam, and the first thing he said was he looked at the pricing, and then with both of them, he's like, "Why is mine the cheaper one?" <laughs> so in other words, the Riley Reed one was a lot less. Money than the at the Nina time Harley maybe one. now it would now be much maybe more. now it was only a few years ago it was just it's funny that you mentioned Riley Reed because yes because I have it was a random I have her flashlight because he has her flashlight yes it's just she a random has over a billion hits a billion a billion uh, streams Cam, you should sell it <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to buy a used Riley Reed flashlight is now worth a lot more I than when I bought. I think it. the other reason I'm so into porn is because I think all these women should be richer and be compensated and get royalties. And it's like we everyone is consuming their stuff, but then disrespecting them, not giving them jobs after they want to get out of porn, and then like not paying for anything. And these chicks are getting fucked. Yeah, and it's not fair. Absolutely. Yeah, like, so that's what? where you another... might want to be a porn producer. I actually have a really good idea of a thing I would produce, but I have to, it's a future project. It sounds pretty, it sounds like a good mission right here. Now we can hook you up with some people. I have a cool idea, but it's not the right moment in time, but I do have a fun one. Um, But Riley Reed was like live on Instagram once and she was saying, she's like, I always end up dating guys that say, oh yeah, I'm fine with it. And then they always end up wanting to be like, you have to quit or what's going on. You know, they find it exciting. And she's like, 
She's like, I don't want to date someone that's just okay with me getting gangbanged by like 10 dudes. Like, I want them to know that I fucking love it and it's part of me and they need to love it too. Oh, wow. And so she, I remember, yeah, I just remember that. That's she was amazing. dabbing and like cleaning her apartment. But <laughs> I just, um, yeah. So I would well, need to be with someone that like thought I was so funny and they didn't care if I said what I said. Uh, it's interesting because cam camming has taken over a lot of the I think the porn. Yeah, the things. AVN last year was uh, sponsored by My Free Cam. Yeah, cam. I went the year before and it's nuts. Everything is cam. Yeah, it's it's absolutely wild. And that's a very lucrative Ooh. sport. Um, I want to continue talking with you. Yes. Um, I think there's a lot more to unpack here, especially, okay. especially related to fucking couples. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I would. But unfortunately, it came to the end of our show. If cool. you, however, if you're willing, I'd love yes. to chat with you on our Patreon. Yes. Okay. So, listeners, if you want to hear more from Lisa Traeger, check out Patreon.com/slash Sex Talk with My Mom. And if if people wanted to find you, how do we? How do they find you? At Glitter Cheese is my <laughs> Get Twitter. That name, I would like to know where that came Insta, from. Insta. It's just like two things I like. It was so random. I didn't uh. think Twitter would be real. You know. And, and then, then it became, it became real. real and then it became my identity <laughs> the album and everything. Well, and it's kind of like your nails. They're very glittery. Yeah. I have some friends who call me glitter cheese and I like it. Oh, yeah. They're comparing glitter. nails right now. Well, we both have glitter nails. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. And, yours and they're is both kind of the color of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even and, notice. And by the way, do you have a cheese tattoo? I don't. Two on the nose. That must be next. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. Okay, so glitter <laughs> cheese. If people want to find you performing live, where can they do that? Gross. I'm so sorry. This cough is so ugly. Um, because I won't stop smoking weed. I will be. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Is there a website they can see your tour dates? Oh yeah, glittercheese.com. Okay, glittercheese.com. Yeah, Follow I'll her come on to all the city socials. near you. Yes. Um, I'm on the road and I'm in LA all the time. She's and fucking check out hilarious. her Instagram and. All social media channels. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. This was so fun. Thank you for being here. This Let's... was uncomfortable and great. Oh, Aww. so good. That's like exactly what we wanted. That's exactly we, our mission. Our last question we we end with for yes. everyone. Have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? No, but my parents have found my vibrators. Oh, <laughs> and do they? But again, no discussions. It's like, <laughs> I know that they were found. And moved. Oh, my God. And never discussed again. Unbelievable. Because I also took the electronic toothbrush and they found that in my room. Like in, you know. Wait, wait, wait. What about the electronic toothbrush? I would masturbate with it. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> wait, do you want to know something? You and I are going to have to talk after the show because I want to open up a little business with that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming. Thank on. you. This has been a blast. Thank Yay. you. Bye. My fellow citizens. If you enjoyed this podcast episode with Lisa Traeger, we would love if you'd leave us a review. The easiest way to do this is by going to our new website, ratethispodcast.com slash mom. That's in the show notes of this episode. It's super easy. We love when you leave us ratings and reviews. It's super helpful for us. And I wanted to read one, Mother. I would love to hear it. This one is from... Oh my God, I don't even know how to. Lane I WN I'm a Oh, them, okay. Gets me through my desk job. Five stars. This is such a hilarious yet informative podcast. Karen and Cam have me cracking up at my desk every episode. Luckily for me, I caught onto this podcast after over 200 episodes have been created, so I am nowhere close to running out of episodes anytime soon. Hell, goddamn, yes. 
What a sweet review. Thank you so much. Thank I love you so bingers. Much. You know I love bingers. Thank you, Lainey. <laughs> and I'm very happy that you're cracking up at your desk and that you work in a workplace that allows you to crack up at your desk. That is our mission, to get people to crack up wherever they are. Yes. Well, thank you to those leaving us reviews. If you haven't done so, please go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. Love you.